Rediscover You podcast, hosted by Melissa Fernandez. Rediscover You is a show all about relationships, breakups, health, money, life, and more. Melissa is a multi-passionate entrepreneur, author, and relationship expert who will be bringing you a new message each week, plus interviews with conscious leaders from around the world. So let's get ready to dive into this episode of Rediscover You. Here's your host, Melissa Fernandez. Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Rediscover You Podcast. I'm your host, Melissa Fernandez, with a little bit of a hazily nose. Is that the right word? Hazily nose. As you know, I like to make up my own words. I have a little bit of a flu. Oh, I got the cold. No, no, it's not COVID. I just have a cold. It's so funny because nowadays, whenever you're sick, people automatically will go to, oh my God, COVID. Nope, we still get the cold, my friends. We still get the cold. But I just wanted to come on here and do an episode about believe oh my goodness one of the biggest things i believe we can ever give ourselves the best thing i honestly truly believe that life everything we do in life the success that we have will always come down to the belief that we have in ourselves and i recently heard something and it keeps playing over my mind because it's so true the higher the level the higher the devil, which means along the lines like, you know, the more successful you are, the more inner thoughts you're going to have, the more demons that are going to come and, you know, want to come and conquer you. (laughs) But you've got to be able to fight those thoughts and it will always come down to the belief. You know, any successful person you see, they're not perfect. You know, they've gone through failure. They also have the dark thoughts. We all have light and dark thoughts. The only difference is they've learned how to filter it. They've learned how to work and have coping strategies around how to conquer those thoughts, but it will always come down to the belief that we have in ourselves. Tony Robbins always says it. The two main things people always will battle with is I'm not good enough or I am not loved. And it comes down to if you're not good enough, why are you feeling like that, right? That comes down to the belief. If you feel like I am not loved, why are you feeling like that? That comes down to the belief. So I wanted to chat about this whole thing around belief. And what inspired me to do this is recently I've actually got back into acting. Yes, I am a woman of lots of multiple passions. Acting is definitely one of them. But long story short, when I was in high school, acting was my thing. I was drama captain. I always thought I was going to go off and be an actress. But you see, my friends, what happened back then is When I was in high school, I actually left home when I was 15 years old and moved to Australia. My parents lived back in Dubai. It was just me in boarding school. So there was no one ever really there around me, like family-wise, my parents, to pull belief in me, to show me what was possible. Like, yeah, I had teachers around me, but for me, it was no family was there. So they never really saw 
what I was doing. So the only belief that it would always come down to was the belief in myself. But back then I had so much insecurities. I had so much self doubt. I had so, I didn't have any self love in myself. You know, I've done so much work over the years to really embody that self love. And yeah, I'm always being challenged in terms of self love because the higher the level, the higher the devil. Like when I've been with Reese and I see him growing and growing and growing, I challenge myself and I'm like, ooh, am I good enough to where he's at right now? And it's a really interesting thing because it's not a competition, but it's also about recognizing and being aware of where I'm at and having that belief that I am good enough. So back in the day when I was into acting, um, I just didn't have that belief in myself. And I then went off and did a course. Uh, I did my bachelor actually in film and television and spent a few years studying that. But it was that course that led me down the path of counseling and behavior management. Because when I was doing film and television, it actually really broke me because I didn't have enough belief in myself because I still had lots of insecurities. I constantly felt like I was not good enough for that industry. And I had a mental breakdown where I had a really bad depression, really bad anxiety. That's when I went to the doctor after a episode of, um, Ooh, let's just jump straight into this and get deep. I had a, what they call melaconic depression. Um, apparently like only 5% of people suffer from melaconic depression. And it was this whole, um, imbalance of chemicals in my head that had come from many different, um, medications that I'd taken from surgery, uh, in terms of also the, um, insecurities and the low self-belief in myself and no self-love and drinking and drugs and all of that jazz that all of that combined with each other. And I constantly was having suicide ideation where I was constantly having suicide thoughts and it literally it would be things like I'd put toast in the toaster and I'd be like, Oh, I wonder what happened if I put a knife in here or I'd be screwing a light bulb. And I'm like, Oh, I wonder what would happen if I uh, get a rope and hang myself in here. Like no joke. These are seriously the thoughts that was going through my head. And it wasn't until one day when I was out for a run, when I was running, um, this is near Bond university down varsity lakes that I ran across the road, like a busy car road, (laughs) busy car road. (laughs) I ran across the road waiting for a car to hit me. And I did it about three times back and forth, back and forth until this voice in my head screamed, stop. Literally it went stop. And I was like, whoa, I remember just breaking down into tears and the voice was like what are you doing this is not you go and get help and when that happened I knew I had to go and get help and that's when I went and saw the doctor and then obviously the doctor did his little tests that they do they spend about 20 minutes with you and they fill out a survey and he goes yep you are depressed here's your antidepressants, here's your anxiety tablets, take Valium to help you sleep and all this jazz and go and see a counselor. (laughs) So I went and saw a counselor um, at Bond University. That's where I was at the time studying film. Oh my goodness, I wish I could find who that counselor was because she was just incredible. And I just remember her, this was my first step into really learning about the brain and learning about chemicals and how they impact us. And 
I'm literally like, if you really want to master things in life, there's one thing to really master. It's your brain. If you want to grow, like learn about your brain, learn about your chemicals. You know, that's the thing that has the thoughts, you know, and your thoughts will always lead to your feelings and then your feelings will lead to your actions and your actions are your results. So if you want to manage your thoughts, like understand where it's coming from, like understand that brain. And she opened my eyes up to so much that I had never experienced or known before. And I remember sitting in her office after learning about what I was going through and, you know, healing myself and going through that whole process. I even found an amazing book called The Happiness Trap by Dr. Russ Harris. And that was the first ever personal development book I'd picked up. And wow, that book literally shifted so much in my mindset. And it was in those moments that I went, you know what? This is what I want to be doing. I want to be counseling. I want to learn more about this. And I went and spoke to my advisor when I was at uni and they're like, yeah, you can totally go off and do that after you do your bachelor film and television. You can do a master of arts and double major in counseling and behavior management. And if you want to do psychology, you can also do a double degree in psychology. And I'm like, yeah, let me start the counseling and behavior management and see how I go. And I remember when I started it, I felt like a little school kid. My, I felt like it was my first day at school. I was like, oh my God, this is the best thing. I was so excited and I loved, loved, loved it, loved it so much. And that's what led me down the path of counseling and behavior management, which I went and did for a few years. And then obviously I learned when I was in counseling that a happy gut equals a happy mind. 80% of serotonin gets released from your gut, goes into your brain, which is like happy chemicals, which makes you feel good. And I was like, wow, the power of nutrition. And one thing I've noticed through all my clients, the common trend was none of them had a great nutrition plan, which led me down the path of learning about nutrition and becoming a nutrition coach and then also doing personal training and also having my own journey as well in nutrition and losing weight where I was a size 16, borderline size 16. I never actually admitted that I was size 16. (laughs) I was size 14 squeezing squeezing into size 14 clothes, but I had to get, I knew that I had to move it to size 16, but I was like, no, 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 no. (laughs) And I went from a size 16 to size eight when I started to really embody and learn about nutrition and the importance of what it is in terms of mental health. And then being down the nutrition path for about seven years now, woo, wow, seven years. When I think about that, that's incredible because the amount of lives that have been impacted now through nutrition and, oh, oh, bless, blows my mind. So back to acting. <laughs> Last year, I had a my best friend's wedding where I was one of her bridesmaids, so exciting, and her mom had come over from Qatar and she was like, Mel... I always thought you were going to be an actress, right? This is my best friend from high school. She's like, I always thought you were going to be an actress, her mom said. And I'm like, yeah, like, I don't believe that dream is gone. I definitely believe that I am going to be an actress. And that's, you know, what was in my head. And I never really said it out loud. But when she said that, I was just like, yeah, you know, yeah. And then that thought played on my head. And then my RAS was on, my reticulating activating system. I think I've done a podcast on this before where um, when you say something like it's called your RAS, it's part of your brain. It's along the lines of like, if you say, I want to get a red car, 
all of a sudden you start to see red cars everywhere because the RAS is on, right? So my RAS was on and I started to meet people who were in acting and it just was like, okay, right. One thing was leading to another and leading to another. And I was like, I think I'm really going to jump into this. And I went and did my first drop-in class about three months ago and dropped in and I sat there and it's been a very long time since I have had this feeling where I felt this is exactly where I'm supposed to be. I felt that everything I have done has led me to this point. Oh my goodness, I was just like, when they were talking about the breakdown of a script, you know, they give you a script and they go, okay, when you have an audition, this is all you're going to get. Here's the character, but you have to look at the character as though they are a person. So go through their background, their psychology. Why are they reacting this way? Why are they saying these words? What was their upbringing like? What was their parents like? You know, do they have daddy issues? Do they have mummy issues? You know, all those along the lines. And I went, oh my God, I love this. Because everything I've been doing and studying, like especially in terms of personal development and, and human behavior, I'm like, I love this so much. And I just had so much enjoyment breaking down the scripts. Obviously, that's one part of acting is knowing the psychology, but there are so many different elements around it. But I really, really felt like everything I've done in life has led me to this exact point. And it just felt so good. So then I jumped into a six-week acting course, which I have just recently completed. And now I'm doing a new acting course for four weeks. And yesterday was really cool because I went, it just started, it's a new school. I started at the school, acting school, and I met this lady and we were chatting and she's like, oh, so what made you come into this course? And then I just chatted to her and told her um, what I'm mentioning now about the little seeds being planted and then thinking about it, thinking about it, thinking about it, the thoughts were getting too big that I had to take action on them because I think I have shared before that this year, my uh, word is engagement which means any thoughts that I have reoccurring, I'm going to engage in it and see where it leads me. And so this thought kept coming up and up and up and up. So I'm like, I've got to really pursue this and see where this is leading me. And she's like, how does it feel being back after like 10 years? Because it has been 10 years. She's like, how does it feel? I said, great question. I said, it actually feels amazing because 10 years ago, I did not have any belief in myself. And I couldn't really manage this industry with how my thoughts were because anything that led to rejection would make me feel like I'm not good enough. And acting, my friends, there's a lot of rejection because you audition and you may not get the part because it just means you're not right for the role. You're not what the director is looking for. So it's accepting that, you know, but it's knowing that one audition is closer to the next audition. And it's interesting because I'm like, this is what I've learned through network marketing, like the industry that I've been doing for seven years, because we get a lot of rejection. We get a lot of no's, right? It's like sales. Sales always get a lot of no's, but every single no is a closer to a yes. And every single no leads you to something else and makes you grow and have confidence in yourself. So I was like, yes. Like that rejection has led me to here to understand that it's just not right for that person. In network marketing, when we offer them a nutrition program and they say no, it's just not right for that person. 
right? You're not right for that role right now. It's not the right timing. Even then, it's not the right timing in acting. So it's like, it's really cool to jump back and understand everything in life leads you to where you're supposed to be. It's just learning to trust that process. But coming back to belief. So as I was saying to her, I was like, it just feels good because I've come back with so much belief in myself. I've come back being like, I can do this. I understand it's going to be challenging. I understand there's going to be holy freaking effing moments. And I understand that there's going to be a lot of rejection, but I'm not here to take things personal. I'm here to grow. I'm here to learn. I'm excited to learn these skills. And I said, because yesterday, (laughs) whole new class, right? Whole new exercise I've never done before. It's nerve wracking walking into a new environment when you don't know anyone. I walked in and the teacher was like, okay, so just so you know, this class is all performance based. We just perform and perform and perform. We don't do anything that's analyzing. We literally just perform. And I was like, okay, so he made me go second with a whole new technique that I've never ever done before, where it's like this breathing in and breathing out technique. And it's a way where you go from your head into your heart, because he's like, if you live in your head, you will never make it as an actor because you've got to step into your heart. That's what it's all about. And that's the same thing in life, right? When we live in our head, like we're not going to really get to the amazing places in life. He's like, you've got to step into your heart. And he's like, perfection is the death of acting. You cannot be a perfectionist in this. You have to just be afraid to get messy. He's like the best actors always come from speaking from the heart. They're unpredictable. They don't even know sometimes what's going to come out, but that's the best takes you can have is this unpredictableness. And I was like, okay, wow. All right. So much learn here. Not a perfectionist. And I'm like, this is also life, right? We can't be perfectionists because perfectionism is going to hold us back. Perfectionism will keep us down. No one wants perfect, right? No one wants perfect. He's like, if you go out there and you have this script and you get given this script and you're like, here's your script. And as soon as we read it, we're like, ah, yes, I'm going to play this character like this. And this is what I'm going to say. And this is how I'm going to act it like that. And he goes, and then you go and do that in front of the camera. He's like, it's boring. It's not interesting because it's so scripted. He's like, it's when you get out there and you just speak from the heart where it comes out. And I'm like, wow, that just reminds me of life, right? Life, when things are predictable, it is boring, right? When people are saying things, what you think is how they should be said or how things should be, it's boring. When people are authentic and they speak from their heart, that's where the juice is. That's where the amazingness is. That's where so much gold comes from in life. So yesterday when I got out there and I started my script that I did learn, yes, and I did practice and I did go, oh, this is a good place to do this and good place to do that, right? I was coming from that space of perfectionism and He made me do this whole different exercise that just threw me off. That was a whole idea about it, by the way. It just completely threw me off. And the number one rule he even said to me is like, if you forget anything or you mess up, you just do not stop. I said, okay, (laughs) okay, I won't stop. And I started and I was saying the lines and then all of a sudden I had a blank and I completely forgot what I was going to say. And I remember him saying, whatever you do, just do not stop. And I'm like, "Mm, mm, mm, oh, shit. (laughs) 
God, I don't know. <laughs> and then it was just really funny. He's like, well done. You tried really hard. But it was just that instant where I was like, oh my God, I just completely blacked out. I just had a blank and I couldn't even bring myself back and save myself from it. And I look back at that and I like sat down like new class. I went second. And when I sat down, I didn't go, oh my God, how embarrassing. Oh my God, I made a fool of myself. Oh my God, I'm so shit. I went, you know what? You messed up. And that was funny because it's all part of the process. My brain was getting uncomfortable. My brain was being tested. It was reaching these new limits that it's never been to before. It's reaching these new potentials. And this is what it's all about. It's the only way I'm going to grow is by getting uncomfortable and not sitting there and being like, oh, completely messed up. Oh, I'm a failure. Oh, oh my God. Like, no, like everyone thinks I'm so bad. Oh my God, I'm never going to come back to this class. I feel rejected. They're going to look at me so differently. No, 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 and no. None of those thoughts went through my head. It was literally like, you messed up. That was funny. You know, you're going to learn from it. Your brain was testing you because it was pushing you to the next limit. I'm excited to learn. I'm excited to grow. I'm glad that happened because it means I am pushing myself. And that's what I said to myself. And I said, you know, when I was explaining to the girl how coming back after 10 years, I have this belief in myself now. I have these thought patterns because I've done the work and it feels good. There's no ego attached to it. The ego is gone. Yes, I definitely know I've got to work along more on that perfectionism when it comes towards wanting to say the lines correctly because I that's one thing that's so new to me in acting. It's like it doesn't matter whether or not you say the lines correctly. It's just deliver it from speaking from the heart. And I'm like, wow, okay, so much to learn here. So believe, right? Believe. And I go back to this because I'm like, it is. There's so many things in life that's all about belief. If you ever feel like there is something you want to do, but you're doubting yourself, just take a moment and question those thoughts. Why are you doubting yourselves? And what can you do to help pour that belief in you? You know, come back to your goals. Like, why do you want to do this? It always will come down to why do you want to do this? And say, you know what? I can do this. I believe I can do this. And keep telling yourself that. If you don't believe in yourself, then borrow my belief. Just take my belief right now because I believe in you. I do. I really believe in you. And I know that you can do anything. I know that we live in a world of possibility and you can do it. You've just got to have that belief. Hold on to it. And when something happens where it's gone, oh crap, I messed that up. Guess what? That's your brain learning. Guess what? That's you getting uncomfortable. Successful people fail, my friends. Successful people fall over and then they get back up. Have you ever seen a baby walk, take their first steps, fall over and then never get back up? No, they get back up. When you were a kid, you fell over and you got back up because you believed that you could walk. You believed you could do it. But then something along the line, something along down the track, when you grew up, your belief disappeared because of judgment, because of ego, because of what people have said to you, because of your environment. 
No, my friends, believe in yourself. You can do anything. And just remember, and I promise you, remember this, because I swear, when you truly believe this, when you embody this, and you will be challenged. I've been challenged. I've been doing this podcast since October. I have had thoughts that have said, you're not good enough. And I've had to come back to it and remind myself, and I've had to go back and write it on my mirror. I am good enough because I am. And I will learn those skills to grow. And I will learn those skills to be able to move forward. And when I learn it, it's going to be messy. I'm going to fall over. But you know what? I'm going to get back up and I'm going to keep moving forward because every fall is a step closer to getting better and better and better, my friends. So just remember, no matter what in this world, please strip off those masks. Show up as you because the world needs you to be you. Thank you for joining us on this episode of the Rediscover You podcast. If you loved the show, then subscribe to it on iTunes and leave a five-star review. If you had an aha moment from this episode, then share the love with your friends. Screenshot this episode, send it to a friend, share it on your story, and make sure to tag Melissa on Instagram at TheMelFernandez. And if no one has told you lately, Melissa wants to remind you that you are enough.